It is here, gentlemen, week one game against Jacksonville, playing at FedEx Field. All three of us are doing something different. Uh, Stoner is going to be holding down the fort here on our channel, live streaming the game. Trev is going to the game, so that's exciting. And I am coaching my son's soccer team, which means I am completely out of pocket that day. (laughs) What's the lesson here? Uh, don't have kids. Booyah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's not true. I'm just kidding. No, so yeah, I, I won't get to see the game live. I'm going to have to watch a replay. I might pop in on the chat in between games, but they picked the, like, the worst time for the games, right? It was one mm-hmm. thirty and 3 o'clock that I have these soccer games. Just absolutely atrocious as a football fan, but family comes first. Love my boy going to take care of them speaking of some family here we've got a new content creator to our channel this is eric dunn from dunn and drew thank you for joining us here on ref the district how you doing sir doing good you guys hear me okay yeah yeah, we'll, yeah we're we'll gonna we'll up a little bit yeah but yeah do your thing you, where's your partner he's scared i understand <laughs> i get it he's scared you don't want to be here <laughs> he said he was joining at 7 50 so he should be in here any moment Oh, okay. Right. Well, we'll, we'll bring him in when uh, when he hops in underneath yep. there. So, you know, you're you're wearing the shirt. You're a big Jacksonville fan. Carson Wentz had some awful games against Jacksonville last year, and a lot is being made of that left-handed interception. <laughs> What's your take on Carson Wentz coming into this game against the Commanders? You guys are gonna hate me. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, thanks for coming, man. Good, good to have you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> okay, you guys got to hear me out. My take all on right. Carson Wentz is fully predicated on the last game that he played against us in week 17, <sighs> where he all he needed was one W versus the worst Jags team that I've ever seen in our history to get to the playoffs. One win, all you needed to beat us in Jacksonville. You had Jonathan Taylor, you had a solid O line. Pretty good defense, and Carson Wentz couldn't do that. It had me in shock. We had fans dressed as clowns going to this game because we were clowning on our own GM. We weren't even worried about the Colts. Sure. We were worried about who we're taking in the draft and getting our GM out of the building. And here we are winning the game by accident. And I'm like, this, this is Carson Wentz. We're playing in week one now after we've got another year of Trevor Lawrence with an actual good coach and Trayvon Walker now and a Rebuild defense. Preach. I'm not, I'm not scared of Carson <laughs> after what I saw in week 17 last season. <laughs> Say what you want about the Jags, but I'm probably the most practical. Uh, I know a lot of them will be like, oh, we're going to win 10. We're going to go to the playoffs. No, I think we're winning five to six. And one of them is against the Commanders. Oh, early game prediction there. I I don't think you realize that we do have control of whether you can can hear you, whether (laughs) we can see you, and you keep doing this blasphemous talk, you might find yourself on the outside looking in. I've been talking about Carson Wentz for the past month, five months. Yeah. Yeah. We're just like you. We're ready for this game as well. We, we, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking forward to it. Well, we snuck them in during you you talking there. For our audio listeners, though, we want to welcome Drew from Dun and Drew here to the chat. Thank, Thank you, you for, for joining having, us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Of course. Um, we just asked your your partner in crime here for for his take on Wentz. You were agreeing with him. Well, I sent him in here because I heard you guys uh, were talking a little bit. You singing Wentz's praises. I didn't. Well, I didn't have too much time to to listen, so I'm not sure exactly what you said. But I heard that it was positive toward Carson Wentz. So I just want to uh, maybe you guys can clarify what was being said. Um, but I wanted to get him in here as quick as possible because that had to stop. <laughs> got, got to shut that down. So the yeah. talk is that 538 uh, placed him behind people like Bethard. Uh, really? Behind, yeah, behind yeah. Uh, Nick Mullins. Uh, absolutely. Let me see if I can bring that up. Right. Shout out to our buddies over here at Command This <laughs> Podcast for the super chat. Uh, holy moly, we are having Dunn and Drew on tomorrow. All right, so that's a great group of guys there. Uh, what he's do you behind go easy on them, though, Steve. So, starting at 30, I'm starting at 30 from that list. Teddy Bridgewater's 30, Daniel Jones, 31, Nick Mullins, 32. He's behind Daniel Beth Jones, 30, yeah. Bethard, 33, then 34. Carson Wentz. I guess we're gonna play good cop, bad cop. I'll be good cop. This is that 538 NFL quarterback ratings list that we were talking about before we got you guys on here where Carson Wentz was, we felt like pretty low because he's behind CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins. Trubisky's what, 11 on this list? Trubisky is 12th. 12th. Gardner Minshew is 18. 18. Colt McCoy is 22. Drew Locke is 24. Where's Trevor? (laughs) (laughs) Trevor Lawrence is... Oh he's my gosh! How, 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 go, how go far down you got to go? Forty-five. He's forty-five. He's right after Joe Flacco. Right before Tyrod Taylor. Justin right. Fields. Up. <laughs> okay, so there we go. Trevor, si- Trevor Simeon's above him at forty. So that's I'm, all I'm I have to say. I'm with y'all. This is a bad list. Bad. Yeah, bad okay. List. It was a bad. Or you even said Trevor. Bad. List. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it leaves a lot of questions, uh, which there are a lot of questions for our teams, both of these teams coming in. Don, you mentioned how last year was one of the worst Jag teams that you're expecting. You're not expecting great things from them this season. But, Drew, where do you sit with, with the team? You know, second year for Trevor Lawrence, a new coach. You guys got rid of that one crazy dude. Uh, Travis Ntn's back. Uh, yeah, you get some pieces back. Drew, where are you thinking your season's going to end up there in Jacksonville? I said eight yesterday. Eric said that you couldn't pay him $100 to say eight wins. Um, uh, but you could pay me $100. You pay me $100, I'll say 11. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, don't, I, I get sucked in every year, but I, I always try not to. I just feel like Doug Peterson, everything looks normal right now, which is supposed to happen uh, in a normal franchise. You're supposed to look. Um, you're supposed to look competent and like you belong in the league. But last year, that just wasn't the case. Um, I didn't see it at the time. It came out later with how crazy everything was. So at least it's normal. And I think that amounts to at least a couple more wins. So the development of Trevor Lawrence, um, so many offseason additions to the team. I don't think we added enough offensively to hit – like playoff contention come December, uh, like playoff race come December. Um, I think the lack of offensive firepower, like you got, we're in the AFC. It's going to be so hard to compete with those teams. So I think we're going to have around eight just because of Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence getting better, Travis Etienne, another weapon on offense, um, and Christian Kirk, good wide receiver three, playing as a wide receiver one. Um, <laughs> and I think it'll amount to eight. 
that's that's my hope. And I mean, that's a big jump to go for what was oh, it yeah, two it last is. year? Am I getting that right? Is the, two, three, three, three. So it's three to how's, eight how, is a huge. Hey, lead. it's the NFL. How, I think I think that can happen easily. Sure. How's your guys' schedule and when's your bye week? Wow, our bye week—it's a, it's a late bye week, right? Pretty late. Yeah, it's after okay. a AFC West run. We go. Oh yeah, the gauntlet. We go Broncos in London, Raiders, uh, Chiefs, somewhere in that order, and then our bye week. So we have yeah. two teams and then a bye week. So our yeah. bye week, our bye week is like week ten or something. Yeah, we have a late bye week. We do Giants bye week. Giants is how. But we do have a bye week week one. December. We do start with. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, let's, let's let's go ahead and bring this this back up because this yeah. is this is why we invited you on here a little yeah. bit to talk about this game. Uh, you 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 both seem very certain that Jacksonville is going to win this game. What is it you hey. know, outside of Carson Wentz? What what is it that has you? Uh, thinking that this is an easy victory for Jacksonville. By the way, I, I peep in your background. It's great. But, yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate it. It's so hard for me to have an e- to say easy win because I said that last year versus Houston. And I don't say it. I know it will be tough. Uh, I know it's not going to be – we're not going to breeze by this by the team. But my viewpoint is if we don't beat the commanders, then I'm panicking just because oh, – I, and I'm going by purely optics. I'm not like as deep in the team as you are. And I know if someone said that about the Jags, I'd be like, okay, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. But it is, it's hard with Chase Young out, um, uh, Carson Wentz, how we played him last year. And I know we have a different defensive coordinator. Um, but I just, it's just not good football. And then, and you guys probably have a rebuttal to this, but, and you can, you can tell me what happened. Why was the defensive line coach released? Was it defensive line coach or defensive it was defensive line, defensive line, defensive line, line coach? Uh, just purely going off optics, and I didn't even mention the the, the stadium. Terrible optics. It's probably worse optics in the team. Um, I only wish if we don't get the win is don't injure. I don't want the turf, the field to injure Trevor Lawrence. Um, nor do I want any Jags fans injured watching the game. Yeah. So for, for our audio listeners, uh, <laughs> Drew has the uh, guardrail breaking on uh, Jalen Hurts as his background. So yeah. that's for our audio listeners. Well, I got a, all right. I got a question for you guys. All right. So what you guys probably don't know is that I actually grew up in Jacksonville. Okay. So I'm a Duval guy. Right. Okay. Um, nice. But I was there before you guys were probably even born. Uh, I was there before the Jaguars were even there, right? Mm-hmm. I went to high school there. I'm a Florida guy. I'm a, Where's good high school? Uh, I went to a high school that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, my gosh. It, it, it exi- <laughs> the school exists. It's pretty old. It's a different name now. It's Stone Tablets. What's the name now? Jacksonville back then. The, the name now is Westside High School. Mm. You guys know Westside High School? I don't venture out there. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what it used to be called? No. No. It used to be called Nathan Bedford Forest High School. Is that like a and Nathan Bedford Forest was a Confederate, Confederate general yep, knew it. Yeah. who also who also was the very first Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan and Jeez. and you went yeah. to a school named after him. Yes. Now, now I knew I, didn't was, name I knew something was up with you. I, I didn't name it right, but anyway, look so at my man Dunn's face. My man Dunn's <laughs> <sweat>. <laughs> 
is going. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm wondering yeah. where it's going to. Yeah, what the hell is that to do with football? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I was just kind of saying that you know I understand the plight of Jacksonville fans. I'm a Florida Gator, so you know I was a big Urban Meyer guy, of course, right? Who couldn't think? I mean, you guys don't might not remember uh, Nathan and oh Trev. Do you remember when um, when Jay Gruden got fired? And then we had uh, whoever the Urban Meyer up in the up in Remember the press Urban box. He was talking about coming to be a coach for us. Yeah, and we and were all we for were it. all excited. And we were yeah. like, Urban Meyer. Urban. <laughs> they got Urban Meyer. Excited. What yeah. the hell happened with Urban Meyer? So you took wait a hold on before you answer that. It took you ten minutes to ask that question. First, we're talking yeah, about because, high school. Because first like, of all, I, have to clan, I, can the, I can I can see the dots connecting there. <laughs> First yeah, of okay. all, <laughs> I have to make it all about me first. Yeah. Of, of course. And then like Stoner, when he gets, when he tells us about his sources, and he's just like, yeah. so my grocery baggers, mom's <laughs> sister's <laughs> friend has a brother who told his grandson. <laughs> and it's just like, go okay, Stoner, let's get yeah, yeah. going. But, hey, the question it's is. all about me first. Um, what, what the hell was, happened with yeah, Urban Dunn, Meyer? What to done first on this one? What happened to Urban Meyer? Yeah. How the hell do I know? Me and Andy were. We were backing Urban Meyer like crazy. We still have our content up for when we made the hire. We're just like, Urban's a culture builder. He had so much success in college. He's going to come here and do the same thing in the NFL. And I have never been more wrong in my life. Hmm. I had no idea that bringing Urban Meyer in here was going to cause the season that it did. And last year was one of the – because I, I travel to a lot of away games as well, not just the home games, so I'll be at the game this Sunday – Mm. So, I don't tear my that might run into you, Dunn. <laughs> Hope you do. Won't be hard to miss. But right. Urban Meyer coming here, I was very extremely confident going into week one against Houston. And after I saw the first three weeks, I knew which way the season was going. But it blew my mind because I was last season and I knew we were going we had no chance of winning any of them. But I still kept going because I have this NFL stadium bucket list, but you know, I torture myself going to these games and it was awful. That's why I said it was one of the worst seasons I ever watched for the Jaguars last year because we weren't really competitive. We weren't scoring off touchdowns and we had injuries. We had Carlos Hyde starting instead of James Robinson. Everything was a mess. And now we get Doug Peterson in here, a guy who actually has won a Super Bowl. And another reason why I think the Jags will actually be competitive against the commanders on Sunday is because if anybody should know how to beat Wentz, it's Doug Peterson, the guy who drafted the guy. And he's not even as good as he was when he started for the Eagles back in his MVP days. So Fair. I think we have a lot on our side coming into Sunday. And I just hope that I'm right, because if we don't win Sunday, then I don't see our season going well at all, because our schedule is not easy. Even though we have Jets, Lions, Giants on it, we still play teams <laughs> we play a lot of tough teams and i told andy i was like if we don't beat the commanders we can start 0-4 because we have colts and then we have chargers and then we have eagles that could be easily 0-4 for the jags what's funny can- is so- this is this is a game where both fan bases are chalk are chalking it up as an easy w well i don't know <laughs> nothing comes easy for the commander um, nothing so- comes easy but they do start the year against the bottom two teams from last year, Jacksonville, oh. then Detroit. So okay. you, 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 it should be should get at least one to two and zero. So, oh well, nothing okay. comes easy. Or two and Drew, Drew Dunn said that 
having Doug Peterson is an advantage because he knows how to beat Carson Wentz. But do you guys think you have the pieces on the field to do that? Uh, Carson Wentz specifically, or because yes, we we had we had fewer pieces last year and we beat Carson Wentz. Um, so I say yes. Um, but the whole team, the, the team as a whole, I just don't, I don't know you guys' team very well. I'm interested to hear your guys. Like, I'd like you guys to inform us on what we should expect. Cause like I said, coming in here, like the optics don't look great. So mm-hmm. convince me that it's going like scare me. So <laughs> what? Well, first of all, the name alone should scare you. We are the commanders. Okay. That's yeah. brand new. So that should be frightening. As can I get you, actually first, can I get your take on that? Because I'll be honest. This isn't just for this this show. When that came out, I was like, I was blown away because yeah. I, I didn't like it. Okay, first uh, and, of all, and the logo, oh, the, the uniforms are fire. The W is fire. The uniforms are fire. The whole, the whole like operation of it was awful. They they took so long. They took so long to do it. They wanted to include the fans. This and that, that you drop it down to eight names, drop it down to four names, and then you have this big to do. And then the, the helicopter of a news station leaks the, the team name the day before the announcement. The big announcement is Doug Williams on Good Morning, Good Morning America saying, We're the commanders. That's it. Um, it was like a big, big to do for a huge letdown. We all didn't want the commanders on the rest of the district. We wanted either legends or hogs or something else. We didn't care? Interesting. It's a name. What does it matter? Yeah, I don't care. Win football games and they could be the – if they hoisted hoisted a Super Bowl, they could be the pink butterflies (laughs) and (laughs) no one would give a damn. Exactly. It's just a name. Dumb names that we don't even think about just because they've been established for so long. So How many Bengals do you know in Cincinnati? (laughs) Exactly. So it's just – What's a Jaguar in Jacksonville? Yeah, we actually were talking about right? that on our podcast last yeah. night. Like we the Jaguars have the the worst named team in all of Florida. Like the Gators make sense, the Tampa Bay Lightning makes sense, Miami Hurricanes make sense, Miami Dolphins make sense. Jaguars is the only one we could have thought we thought of that like the magic I I love the magic logo, the magic idea, Disney uh, mm-hmm. Gators is one of my favorite. Jaguars makes no sense. <laughs> but you're right. Shirt. Win That's a Super it. Bowl. Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> Win matter. a Super Bowl and it doesn't matter. Gators all day. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll rep that W logo. Nah, but you asked if you asked about our team. All right, so real talk. We have Terry McLaurin. You guys know. Oh yeah, Scary Terry. Terry. I drafted That's him in my fantasy Terry. league. There you go. I have Antonio Gibson on my team, but I don't know if I just. I wouldn't start him. Start him with the the first few weeks until Brian Robinson wanna, comes back mm, and then you can mm, then it's kind of questionable. I, I want to start him against our our linebackers and uh, uh this, our this defensive is line. It's me. This is them trying to convince uh, me. All right, okay, so Terry right, McLaurin, I guess you can throw Gibby in there. We have a healthy Curtis Samuel back which he's no slouch when he's healthy. No, he's he's, quick. he's really not. Um, we have who else? Uh Well, the, you're the, you're Jahan sleeping Dotson. on Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson our rookie. And stays in quiet. He's been quiet. Yeah, Penn State's been quiet in the preseason, but we just saved him for the regular season. He's coming. Logan Thomas is coming off ACL. Say what you want. He is big, a legit big, big target mean, for I know, done. I know. I know. But that is what it is. And then our defensive line, it, it I mean, on paper, we have a whole bunch of first rounders from Alabama and who knows where else. But we just Jonathan Allen is going to be in the backfield. Oh, forgot about yeah. Jonathan Allen. Yeah, Jonathan Allen nice. is absolutely going to be. When did you take him? 
the uh, uh, he's first rounder. The first, he's first, first rounder. Yeah, he's a first rounder. Five. What year? No, he's like 18th overall in like 2016, maybe or 2017. Yeah. Make me correct you on air. Yeah, he was like he was like 16th <laughs> or 18th overall, somewhere I'm, in there. I'm gonna just tell you right now, we can't stop anybody on third down. That's our weakness. Uh, I mean, it's no not, it's not like you're going to go tell Doug Peterson that, but I'm telling you what it is. We can't stop anybody in third. Our linebacking core is atrocious. It's awful. Our oh. secondary has oh. the pieces. If we can communicate and be on the same page and play as one, we have a potential to be an okay secondary, but our middle line, our linebacking core is weak. We just re-signed John Bostic for Pete's sake. <laughs> hey, uh, one of your linebackers, uh, Holcomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, a local kid from where we, uh, where we, me and Eric okay. grew up. Nice. So that's every time I watch. Former Tar Heel. Every time I watch your team uh, with my family, they're always rooting for him because here, like, here's really what good. I'll tell you of why why you should be scared, and I'm not saying you should or why you could be scared. Okay, this team won seven games last year with a gentleman by the name of Taylor Heineke at quarterback. This and Garrett is, Gilbert. Wait, I'm just saying, but <laughs> yeah. the the. The defense faced – these are the quarterbacks they faced. Yeah. Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, uh, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. This was all just last year. Dak Prescott twice. Jaylen okay, this was twice. just last year. This year they have none of those, okay, except for Aaron Rodgers. And Trevor Lawrence. Facing guys like, like – Davis Mills. Don't say it. Don't say it. Trevor Lawrence. Don't say it. Jared Goff. Okay. That's the difference. And this team won seven games with Taylor Heineke. The team is essentially about the same, but now you have not Taylor Heineke. You have a competent quarterback. How can you not go from seven to at least nine or ten wins? Wow. Minus the debacle against you guys, he threw 27 touchdowns and seven picks. Yeah. Uh, what about I the game? Say, what about he, the game against um I I don't remember which game, I'm sorry. I think it might have been the Chargers <laughs> where he had 428 yards and four touchdowns and the defense couldn't stop anybody and they geez. lost that game. And if they had won that game, the Jacksonville uh, game wouldn't have mattered. A lot of people put the loss on Jacksonville that that season-ending loss against Jacksonville on Carson Wentz, but as you guys pointed out, they're a horrible team, and they had a horrible offense, and they scored what twenty eight points against yeah. a stout Indianapolis defense. So I don't think it's fair to put it all on Carson Wentz. Now I'm not trying to put Carson Wentz in a top ten and they category. I don't think any of us are. In, in one game versus one team, yeah, the NFL's so weird. Like mm-hmm. a team can lay an egg one week, and the next week mm-hmm. they look completely different. So That's right. I don't really yeah. use it too much to. <laughs> you know, make my argument for this game. So, yeah. That Walker kid you guys drafted, real deal or not? I know it's too early, but what is, what's your guys? Uh, yeah, what's he been in first, camp? Uh, something uh, serious. <laughs> He's great. Yeah. 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 What, makes, what makes him uh, exciting to you there, Dunn? Yeah. Well, we, we went to like two preseason games uh, and he started maybe like first quarter for both of them. And mm-hmm. in the plays that he had, he looked like he belonged already. He was getting to the quarterback. Yeah. He was plays right away. It's something I haven't seen in a while on the Jags team. And it's somebody we needed on the other side of Josh Allen, who's, you know, been consistent for pretty much his entire duration here. But mm-hmm. just from looking at him, he's a beast on the line. Like, no one's going to be able to stop him. He's huge, strong, fast, quick, and he, like, uh, 
he bullies up the offensive line. So, like, he pushed the offensive lineman back in the quarterback's face, and I'm ready to see what he can do um, against Carson Wentz. Because how's your guys' offensive line? It's actually, it's actually one of the not better bad. parts of uh, mm-hmm. the team last year ranked as a top really five unit. Too. Uh, their co- they did change out a couple of the guards there. You might be familiar with one of them. But we the offensive coach is uh, – line coach is absolutely just, you know, probably bar none the best that's in the NFL right now because we were down to our fifth center last year. And we're still Jeez. able to, you know, push yeah. and get running yards and, mm-hmm. and again, win games with Taylor Heineke against the likes of Tom Brady. Right. So, so since you have Doug Peterson this year, what changes are you guys have already seen or looking forward to see from last year to this year with Doug Peterson and Urban Meyer? Because as, as crazy as Urban Meyer was, he was still coaching. He was still on the sidelines. So what does Doug Peterson bring different besides the obvious? Uh, for that one, anybody uh, like what makes you more confident because of Doug Peterson besides the Super Bowl and all that? Like, is yeah, it a basically, open up for Trevor basically, Lawrence? Or? Yeah, his res- resume, NFL experience, used to be a quarterback. Um, apparently, Trevor and him they're speaking the same language. Um, and normalcy is probably the I mean, that's the least you can ask, but no, no staying back to, to hit up the college bars. I don't think he, I don't know where he's from, but if we visit that city, I don't think he'll, he'll be staying back <laughs> for any, you know, nice. whatever urban any state hangouts. for. <laughs> yeah. Ha- hangouts. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a serious guy and we need that to get, you know, the culture shift that we've been begging for in Jackson mm-hmm. because last year was abysmal. All these stories are coming out now. Like we had, we didn't, but I saw Leonard Fournette uh, in interviews all out about the Doug Marone uh, coaching hire as well. So just the culture in Jacksonville has been awful for the past five plus years. So to have Doug in the building, like regardless of what happens on the field, just being in the locker room with those guys and having a guy like him who's serious about it, who's got the ring. And all these Jacksonville players know nothing about that. I think that's just going to be the best place where we can even begin before we even take the field. And that's where it all starts, right? In the locker room or even get on the field. How's Travis Etienne looking? He's looking like he's never been injured. Um, really? There, there are a few runs where uh, maybe maybe two where people highlighted where you know, coming out of college, it's like, can you can you play between the tackles though? Can you like find the running lane? And there were a couple runs where it's like, oof, it's, it's hard to teach a running back to do that. It's like instinctual that they either will find that hole in between tackles or they'll always try to bounce it outside. So we'll see um, how good of a you know every down back he is. Apparently, James Robinson's healthy. Yeah, uh, I don't that. I don't expect him to play too much if he does play three or four yards here and there. Um, Travis is probably going to get the most, the most carries, but he's probably ETN is probably going to be the most, uh, biggest difference maker for us on offense. You did mention that your linebacker group was probably the weakest on defense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know you guys, I don't know your history playing Evan Ingram, but I know he didn't have the, the best, career start to his career on the giants mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but 
he he looks he looked like a stud tight end against when he, when he, uh, Washington. When he played you guys. Yeah. Always looked like a pro bowler against the uh, the burgundy and gold. So you guys saying that you don't have great tight end play. I, I guess I am excited because Doug Peterson loves tight ends. I am excited to see what Ingram and um, our other guy, Dan Arnold, can do. Um, and you got to realize we got all these new players, a bunch. We got Ingram, we got Kurt, we got ETN back. Um, we got Zay Jones. We haven't even oh, really yeah. seen these guys play yet. We only mm-hmm. saw a couple series in preseason. So mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff that we're talking about, we're guessing, you know, we're just hoping that mm-hmm. it works. So we haven't seen play an actual four quarter game with starters on the other side of the ball. So there's not much to go off of, but we're very hopeful that it works out for, you know, some of you. Obviously, we're, I'm not expecting a huge jump. It would be crazy if that happened, but it is the NFL. But if we get one injury, one thing I did see in preseason, we don't have much depth at all. Mm. Mm. So I'll be 100- don't either. I'll be 100% honest. There, There isn't anybody on Jacksonville's offense that just puts the fear yeah. uh, of God into – a defensive coordinator. That doesn't mean sleep. that they can't break out and have right. a good game. I mean, Christian Kirk is a damn good receiver, but mm-hmm. does he does he put fear in you as a number one receiver? No, he doesn't. Yeah, I think Drew said he's a quality wide receiver three. three playing yeah, wide receiver yeah. Yeah, but, I, but so, I'm not sleeping on them too because if we do get oh, caught slipping, not. you know. I mean, they can absolutely break yeah, out. Any of these guys Dennis, can the break out. You can't. <laughs> you can't take anything for granted. Yeah, here. but I'm just saying that they don't. They don't scare you like you're going up against some of these other teams that have all of these weapons that you really are scared of. These guys just don't scare you, but that doesn't mean that they can't be successful against anybody. Well, I'm, hope, I'm hoping maybe we have the Belichick route where nobody, none of his players scare you, but they just go down the field and score on your ass. That's true, too. Could, <laughs> Absolutely. Could, could be the way it goes. This is Dunn and Drew, by the way. Uh, I've got a couple newcomers to the chat here. Redskin007, DMV Sports Zone, Metaphor, uh, Doug, all in the chat. Uh, coming in here recently in the middle of this. If you guys have a question for Dunn and Drew, uh, make sure you let us know. Put it in the chat there. Uh, we did have Grayson asking, what's in the cup there for you, Drew? <laughs> this is a uh, premix old-fashioned. Hey. I'm addicted. <laughs> Not to where I have to go to meetings or anything, but I'm addicted to this particular drink. Yeah, what um, brand is it? Who makes that one? Ooh. Couldn't tell you. If it was a multiple, bar, so. if it was a multiple choice question, I could answer it, but I don't know it off the top of my head. It's, okay. yeah, I've just been pouring Something them up. local. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's delicious. I had one too many Friday night, and when that happens, I'm like, all right, I gotta go a while before I might not drink this for a week. But it didn't, it didn't last a week. It's very good. I so love old guys, fashion. Probably my favorite drink. So that Chenault trade does that really affect anything, or was that just you had to get rid of him? Was this time, you know, what was? I that? don't know if it was time to give up on him, but I can see why they did. Because last year was very bad, but last year was bad for everyone. So it's, yeah. it's tough to see them giving up on him after that. He can be explosive. Um, mm-hmm. He can break five tackles in one uh, catch and run. Yeah. Uh, so the Panthers trading for him is definitely a boomer bust trade. He's either going to be great or and they're going to uh, get more than what they gave up for him. Um, in terms of production, or he's just going to be how he was on the Jags, which is 
very inconsistent catcher. That was his number route running and catching, which is very important with receivers. <laughs> um, but that was it. That was what he struggles with. But why we kept why we kept hope is because if he catches the ball and runs the right route, yeah. he's so yeah. explosive. Sure. Yeah, and I was a, I was a big fan. I was not happy with the trade, but obviously I understood why they did it as well. Going you guys high. lost DJ Shark too, right? Yeah, he went to the Lions on a one-year deal, yeah. which they haven't really been highlighting him on Hard Knocks at all. So mm-hmm. he must not want to be on the camera or something. But yeah, <laughs> keeping that hidden, right? Yeah, we lost Shark and now LaVisca's gone. But, you know, people don't remember, but our biggest offensive threat last year was a little guy, Jamal Agnew. And oh, yeah, he's a good return man, too. He's back on our offense as well. And then um, I think another guy, another Jones, Tim Jones, I think is his name. He made the final roster in wide receivers. Yeah, Marvin guy? Jones, too, right? Yeah, Marvin yeah, Jones. Jay Jones, Marvin Jones, Tim Jones. All the Jones. <laughs> We got a couple questions coming in here from the chat. Uh, Metaphor asks, how many interceptions will Trevor Lawrence throw on Sunday? Realistically. On Sunday. Like, I, yeah, because I never got to actually see him play. Is he an interception-prone quarterback? Like, who he is threw Trevor 17 Lawrence? last year. Earlier in the league, didn't he? I think he tied with Stafford. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was tied at first last year, so yes, but Earlier in the season, he threw a lot, but uh, once he got, um, once he got, I guess, used to the speed, his interception numbers went down very, like, almost where he had like n- none for a string of weeks. But unfortunately, the touchdowns weren't there either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't even know if I, I, I can't go off anything I saw last year. Yeah. It was, it was a. So uh, it's not the Peterson offense yeah, right. thrown. What's yeah. the prediction though? How many? How many yeah. do you think he throws? One, none, two. Oh, um, Sunday. If, if he throws two, I'll be upset. I'll say. I'll say. I'll yeah. say. Ah, oh, man. Was, like, one, but it wouldn't be his fault. Okay. <laughs> Go off of uh, one of the receivers. But hands we can't blame Chenault because usually it's Chenault's fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ingram. Yeah, there probably Ingram. Yeah. yeah, I can definitely yeah. see a ball bouncing off of his hands. Because Ingram in his games that he's played, he's been catching the ball, but people are, keep saying that, like, wait till that game starts. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's a wait for us. We haven't seen any of these guys. One, one Here's of a our, good one. One of our fans, by the way, is uh, being a pessimist, says our D can't catch, so zero interceptions. Uh, <laughs> Grayson here is asking about Sheriff. A lot of fans were – you know, kind of excited to see him walk away from Washington, namely because paying that much money to a guard didn't seem worth it to him, uh, to them. But I mean, he is an all pro offensive lineman. Where do you guys sit with Sheriff on your team? Um, we needed, we definitely needed an upgrade. Um, I, I just haven't, I got to see him in the regular season. Um, is he going to make the all pro on the Jags? Probably not just because they don't knowing you don't get much recognition here because we're always bad. And even when we're so if a team like the commanders don't make the playoffs, they're still in the Washington market. So a, a player making pro bowl or all pro is a little easier than if they're on a bad Jags <laughs> than if they're on the bad Jags team. Um, so I don't, I don't see maybe pro bowl. I don't know. I guess it'll depend on how ETN and Robinson do. 
Well, you know what's funny? Uh, Andy posed this trivia question to me on our on our show. He asked, "Who is the highest rated player on Madden, Jags?" Yeah, is it Sheriff? Yeah, it's Sheriff. Is <laughs> <laughs> it hit? Then it's <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. No, it's not. That is actually funny. That is actually. <laughs> I don't that feel, is actually pretty that's good. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm every, that and then I said, every year, our highest rated player on Madden is whoever we picked up in free agency. Every <laughs> single year. It's never someone homegrown. Yeah, got to <laughs> be there. Um, we have uh, from Shady Katie here, over under 100 yards from Total Yards? Big E. Yeah, yeah we're is that go like total, total Yards? Total yards? No, yeah, yeah, we're going to yards from scrimmage. I think ETN will have over 100 yards from Ooh. scrimmage Sunday. Trevor loves Ooh. throwing to that guy, and he's, he's so – from preseason, he's very explosive. When he yeah. finds a hole, he's explosive. Yeah. They went to Clemson together, and they're finally back together. He's throwing that guy all the time. Yeah, no they're joke. They're gonna that's find his, that's his wide receiver one. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. They're gonna find a connection. Well, that just might be a ticket for success for the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. Let's go ahead and get your actual game predictions in right now. I know both of you are chalking this up as a W. But it's not Burgundy and Gold W. What's your what's your Jacksonville win look like? What did we say? We hope we want to score at least in the twenties, right, Eric? We you want, said to want three touchdowns. Said I, I want at least three touchdowns. So hmm. give me like twenty-one eighteen. Jags. We we don't have a we we kept the kicker that didn't even play preseason. I think we were going <laughs> yeah. To oh right. yeah. Hey, expect kicking woes from us Sunday. Yeah, there that might be gonna, good. Yes, that is going to play. Yeah, us no more Josh Lamba. Good. No. We're, Apparently, we're FedEx Field is a horrible place for kickers. That's what our own kicker <laughs> Yes. And everything else that wants to go to. Yeah, no joke. 25 to 19. It'll be there. 25 to 19, 21 to 18. 18. Okay. okay, so both these guys getting, uh, getting a victory in there for Jacksonville. Corey Lott says it's going to be 28 to 21. The Washington in the forecast for Sunday. Uh, yeah, oh. I did check it today. There is rain in the forecast. Great. Absolutely. I, I think our defense – I don't think – I saw the 28 score prediction pop up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think our defense this year is going to be very good. So I, I don't, oh. I don't, I don't see four touchdowns anywhere from. I mean, the biggest, uh, what scares me the most is receivers. Uh, Terry yeah, and Curtis, Curtis Samuel, yeah. that scares me big time because we've always been beaten by forty. Yeah, right. Forty. Uh, we've always been beaten by receivers like Curtis that can that can just outrun. They take it across the middle and just outrun everyone. I'm just mm-hmm. too used to seeing that as a Jags fan. So and and, and we've got news for you, and we kind of mentioned this earlier. The best. Might be Jahan Dotson, and yeah. he, and get ready. He hasn't even proved it yet, and he's get done ready. everything. I, I believe you. I watched it. He's a state fan, so I watched. Yeah. Him. So mm-hmm. I uh, I believe you when you say that. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys making your predictions now, Nathan and Trev? Or yeah, we might waiting? as well let we might as well let them in on our predictions. Uh, Stoner, you got yours ready? Yeah, I I I'm gonna predict. I've thought about it quite a bit. I honestly have. Uh, I believe it's going to be twenty-three to nine. 
Jacksonville. I don't think we're making three. Twenty-three to nine. Who? Twenty-three to nine. Jacksonville. Oh goodness. Well, sorry for laughing. I I think it's going to be sixteen to nine going into the fourth quarter, and Jacksonville has a long drive uh, to ice it late uh, to get to twenty-three. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get a touchdown, uh, but our kicker's gonna miss an extra point, and we'll get a field goal. So it's gonna be twenty three nine Jacksonville. Does he always do reverse psychology? Sometimes he does. This is why I picked him first because sometimes if both of us, Trev and I, pick the same person or the same team, he'll go opposite just so that way there's no. But this guy doesn't believe in jinxes, so I don't know why he does okay. it. <laughs> Trev, who do you got on this game? Definitely not that BS that Sarah just spit out. <laughs> I mean, it's week Metaphor's one, Metaphor's ready to uh, fire him over here. Let's just fire you just, him. You, just, you double warn them about Jahan Dotson, then you then you go and say we're going to lose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know. Go back to Florida, bro. You can go back to Jacksonville with that. <laughs> oh, Y'all yeah, need somebody else needed. on your pod? Y'all need Dunn, Drew, and Stoner? Y'all can have that? There you go. DSD. There we go. Uh, I'm doing <laughs> – I'm doing 27-13 Commanders. I think uh, you guys will come out and sucker punch us in the beginning, you know, go up 10, you know, 14 nothing, 7 nothing quick, but then we'll buckle down and and take over the rest of the game and win 27-13. Okay. I will go with the Commanders as well. 23-17 to is what I'm predicting. Uh, I do think Jacksonville makes it interesting there, and we are sweating bullets by the end of it. (laughs) As, uh, Trevor Lawrence has the opportunity to drive down the field oh, and, and he throws not. a pick. And he throws not. a pick. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, Shady he put it 24-21. She's a uh, Cowboys Favorite fan. So she's a, a Commanders fan, yeah, too. She refuses to put down the Commanders there, but she's picking the too. Commanders on that one. Uh, Gus Bus, Joey Sly, revenge game, 52-yard <laughs> game-winning field goal at the buzzer. That would break my 30 to 27 for the Commanders. Carson Wentz throws four touchdowns Sunday. Ooh, that's a bold prediction. We're going to get to some more of those when we have our dollar dollar bets here Mm -hmm. and the cool down. But first, we want to appreciate Dunn and Drew coming out here on Ref the District joining us. Uh, You can catch them on their own platforms. You can catch them everywhere. Dunn and Drew, (laughs) a great group of guys. Love the content, gentlemen. Thank you again for joining us here on Ref the District. Thanks for having us. That was fun. For sure. Hope to see you at the game, Trevi. I will see I'll see you there, done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gents, you have a good one. When we come back, it is the cool down, which I mentioned we will be having our dollar dollar bets. Plus, we'll be talking about that new dog. Is that Trevi? our mascot? All oh, that's coming up here on the cool down. No. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.